Welcome to Warren Radio with your hosts, the Watchman Dana Smith and Tower. Thanks for listening. Greetings and welcome to Warren Radio. I am Tower and we are glad you joined us. If you have any correspondence or prayer requests, please send them to us through our contact page on warn-usa.com. This is a notice from the Watchman. The WIBR Warren Radio has been on Twitter for many, many years. It is with regret, with regret that we are faced with ongoing work of Twitter and Jack. In their banning and idiotic behavior, we, as well as illegal in our opinion, we are leaving a number of social platforms. The recent cheap and phony banning of conservatives, we can no longer abide with your platforms. Visit our websites for more. They banned Trump, but now Ayatollah's, Iran's Ayatollah has multiple Twitter feeds in multiple languages. Now Italian has just been launched. This is just one example. So warn-usa.com will be on LinkedIn. I mean the WIBR Warn Radio will be on LinkedIn, Parler, MeWe, USA.life, and CloudHub. Also Rumble, Tumblr, and we are looking at a few other sites uh, as well. On Warn-USA and Dana Glenn Smith, don't miss the post. Cross-contaminating Christ's gospel represents the lack, represents the work of unbelief and spiritual discernment. On Warn-USA.com, you can find Gospel Advocacy Classic Warn Radio. This week, liberal leftists push Stalinism 101, One World Order, Globalism, Nigeria, and Christian Persecution. And on Dana Glenn Smith, American Social Justice, Doctrine in This Nation Today is on display. After decades of pushing Marxist thought, it is a war fought on the streets. Also, today we face COVID-19 vaccinations worldwide, an issue for those people that will not be disposed to take the vaccination because of aborted fetus cells is paramount. And Christian living wise in a world where evil plots and that which is good seems to fade away. We are, as believers, supposed to be wise concerning good and evil. So don't miss those posts on Warn-USA and Data Glenn Smith. You can follow us on LinkedIn with hashtag Watchman on USA.life and MeWe using hashtag Warren Radio. And you can find us on CloudHub with at Warren Radio and join us on Tumblr. Look for the Watchman, IS216. You can listen to our shows through the following carriers. Blueberry, iHeartRadio, iTunes Player, Apple Podcast, 
Spreaker, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play Music, Warren Radio Visions, and on Blog Talk Radio, Podcast Addict, CastBox, Google Podcast, Anchor, Deezer, and Podchaser. And now I welcome in the Watchmen. You're listening to Warren Radio on the WIBR Warren Radio Network. Don't forget to visit our websites at warren-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. And also follow us on Twitter, find us on Instagram, and join us on LinkedIn. Greetings, Dana. How are you doing tonight? Well, I'm doing okay. As you said earlier, we were getting off a bunch of websites. And, uh, of course, I wasn't the only one. But, I mean, we've been on Twitter for I can't even remember how many years. We've had three three different Twitter feeds. And uh, we had quite a, quite a lot of people, but... Uh, you know, what they're doing, I'm not going to put up with them. I, I got off of a number of them because of what they're doing. And uh, we're not the only ones. There was millions and millions, I literally, that got off and left uh, Twitter and Facebook and a number of others. Because I monitor all the others for a long time now. Actually, oh, probably two years now. I've been off of uh, a lot of them. I've been actually over on USA.life, MeWe. Uh, we're on CloudHub, Parler, uh, on Tumblr. We were on Gab, and then I kind of chose the others. And um, I was trying to access Gab today. It's been offline. Uh, I couldn't access it through my phone or the other one. Is that because they're too busy with yeah, people? Yeah, that's typical server problems. And you'll see a 500 error from them. And uh, sometimes it won't even come up. Uh, and, of course, uh, they're all suffering from it. Uh, MeWe, uh, we've had an influx uh, in MeWe a lot, and a lot of the others were on. But, uh, you know, if you're looking for a good Christian group, our group over in MeWe is really busy. And we have another one on USA.life. It's a little bit different uh, than, than MeWe. So at any rate, uh, we're in uh, part two of our World Advocacy Overview Series. and uh, Don't worry, there's not going to be 75 parts. No, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, we're definitely not going to have 75 parts. This is going to be... I'm referring to your Isaiah. I know, this. I know. Well, we're going to have more than 75. I know. So... Uh, well, at any rate, um, you know, the thing about this, when we talk about world advocacy, you know, you can't even imagine how many people are in dangerous areas. Now, um, there's a number of nonprofits that work overseas, uh, persecution.com, and, you know, I mean, a lot of them, Barnabas Aid, 
there's a whole pile of Samaritan's purse. And uh, they all know pretty much w what they're doing. But there's, you know, to give you an example, the people that are threatened, North Korea. How many people are in North Korea? Millions. Mm -hmm. And out of those millions, there is a good chunk that are Christians that are persecuted. The worst persecution on the face of this earth. In, uh, in China, a number of years ago, we reported because it came out at the time that China had more Christians than communists. And uh, so now they're all oppressed. And so there's another bunch of millions. Um, India is another one who recently came out and said that they're going to purge all Muslims and Christians by uh, the end of this year in December. Yeah, that's awful. There, there's millions there. And then, of course, you get into Africa. There's, there's millions in Africa that are oppressed. The, these are the places that uh, the Fulani... Boko Haram, Al-Shabaab, Al-Qaeda, ISIS, different offshoots, all all attack Christians and kill them and slaughter them. Uh, Nigeria is, is one of the worst killing fields. And then you, I mean, all of Africa really, really goes. So when we're talking about global adv advocacy, we advocate, we remind you. But to be honest with you and straightforward black and white, nobody does anything. And I'll tell you, in America, for having a president, and Donald Trump did have this election stolen from him. He did. Th that, I agree. Th that's absolutely obvious. And to have the Democrats and Republicans shrug it off is uh, atrocious. And they were so blatant about it. Yeah, they were. And, uh, you know, the thing of it is, uh, Donald Trump is one of the few that actually set forth a commission to monitor uh, these kind of things, religious freedoms around the world. He set it up. And persecution. Yeah. And so, you know, th this this is the thing. Most of the other nations don't do anything. Uh, and, uh, you know, Buhari is in India. I've been talking about Buhari a long time. He doesn't stop the persecution. Um, Jonathan Goodluck Johnson used to be the one in charge in Nigeria. Um, no, it's Buhari in, in uh, Nigeria. And, uh, oh, I can't think of his name. It's just, I, I always think, I always Modi? Know Modi, thank you. Um, he's the one in India. I mean, you get to know these people because you're covering the stories, you know. Uh, how many people are, are getting killed and murdered. And, and it's just the thing that's unconscionable is there's multiple millions, I mean, hundreds of millions of Christians that are in persecuted areas. And nobody in, Ameri in, in America, really, nobody around the world, no government is what I'm talking about. Uh, the UN doesn't. Uh, the UN Security Council, the UN Human Rights Commission, nobody will do anything to these nations to stop them from doing it. Nobody does anything. Nobody. And and a lot of these don't have guns. They live in areas where they've had all their guns taken away with them. And if you're in Africa, a lot of them are regular, you know, they're poor tribes. They still hunt the way they did, uh, you know, hundreds of years ago. And these jihadists are into drugs and sex trafficking and, and kidnapping and everything else. So they they have uh, the latest technology and killing machines so they can come in and wipe out a whole village in five minutes. Uh, and so this is the way it's been going. So, uh, you know, this is the part of the advocacy that 
you know, people don't really get into. It's one thing to have a show. It's one thing to tell people stuff. It's one thing. We occupy a big part of our website, you know, on these kind of shows. But unless somebody steps up and does something and stop these people, these Christians and these other groups that are affected, uh, like uh, the Uyghur Muslims in China, are still oppressed. And uh, China's been oppressing all their people for a long time. And it's kind of interesting that the Biden administration wants to kiss and make up with China, one of the biggest persecutors of, of Christians in the known world. And yet uh, these uh, dippy Dems that we've got in there now who seem more comfortable with out-and-out out blatant uh, Hitlerism, you know, because uh, some of the stuff that they're talking about, you can get straight from Hitler's uh, fire in the Reichstag, where he blamed the communists for doing it, and killed them all so he could take control. And while the while uh, the Democrats, including AOC, all they can do is deride the white supremacists. The bottom of the line, it's not the white supremacists in this country; it's the Democrats. And uh, today, you know very well that. Uh, uh, there was a bunch of BLM at, in the news today that they surrounded the Capitol. Uh, they were all over at the Capitol. And the Democrats don't say nothing because uh, that's their soldiers. You know, they yeah. don't do anything with yeah. these people. That drives me crazy. It just makes me angry. These uh, these people have burned down the inner cities. And even Don Lemon said these people come from the regular people. <coughs> and it's okay for him to burn down the inner cities. You know, Don Lemon is so stupid. I've been hearing him say things like that for years now. <coughs> and it's ridiculous. And you take the 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 patriots who didn't do anything and I I've, I've seen other videos. There's other videos out there besides the stuff that these moronic uh, news sites use. They're not going to use videos that show that uh, they're wrong. They're going to use them to follow the thing and, uh, you know, their their main idea here. And so, uh, they, you know, I've seen videos where, you know, Antifa was clearly there and they were breaking in through a window in the back, a uh, side window somewhere. So th this is what it is in America. So, um, you know, so the bottom line of it is, is that we do have... Uh, Social sites, we are an advocacy, and we do report on this stuff. But you're not going to find us on Twitter anymore. You're not going to find us on Facebook anymore. You're not going to find us on Instagram anymore. Uh, and um, I stayed on LinkedIn because it, it hasn't gotten that way. They're not like that. LinkedIn is a whole different professional uh, thing. So, you know, <laughs> the best idea is come to our websites. That's a new new idea, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> Go to the website? How do you do that? Yeah, and I've been putting up a lot of our classic horn radios. This is a lot of work in this stuff. And I just finished one today from our Pauline series. And uh, they're all on one page. They're all looking nice, and it's easy to listen to. So I've got a lot of them. And just go up in our nav bar under Warren Radio, and you'll see them all there. We've got lots of series that you can uh, enjoy. So we did part one. And we went through a lot of stuff. And we've got more stuff than we're really going to do here. So we'll see. Now, on March 3rd, 2004, and I wanted to begin with this one because it's with the Sia Bibi. And Tower and I covered her for a long time. She was in prison for nine and a half years. Yeah, I think something like that. Pretty close to ten. And, uh, you know, she did get 
Um, she did get released, and we covered that. And that was a great feeling to see her join with her kids and her husband. They left. Uh, uh, they left Pakistan. Uh, it was really hard getting out of there. We, if you don't know her story, it's one of those that she was, uh, you know, literally blamed for something she didn't do. And and they held her even after her release. She was in hiding for like six months before they could get her out. I think of Pakistan. Yeah, because the radicals wanted to kill her and her family, so everybody was hid. They did get her out. I'm ho- I hope to God and pray that she is living a blessed life now. Yeah, so do I. She was supposed to write a book, and I don't know. I don't think she's literate enough, but she probably has someone to help her. Because there's a lot of people that would do it. So Asiya Bibi represents, the, and there are hundreds more like her that are in Pakistan facing these same things. Uh, you know, and she was in there for blasphemy of Muhammad, which a lot of the Muslims uh, that are on the streets use that to frame Christians to get rid of them. So, you know, there, a lot of them get framed and there's nothing they can do about it. And we've reported on them that actually got killed, uh, you know, working in the brick kiln, thrown in the brick fire, and a little boy thrown in the brick fire. I mean, we've covered a lot of these stories, and none of them are pretty, but that's what's happening. So next time you start bitching about America, maybe you ought to think about uh, all the people overseas that are having trouble facing death. Now, see, America has sidestepped the truth, and they've gone into falseness. But see, folks, it's not new to me. I've been warning America and pronouncing judgment on this nation for many, many years. And, uh, you know, there's nothing that comes along that we haven't already uh, been covering and talking about. And Biden administration, you know, I mean, it's four years. We'll see if it happens, but it doesn't matter. I don't I don't stay up late at night nor during the day do I worry one whit about what Biden and his knuckleheads are going to do because I know they're ilk whatever it is it ain't going to be good so I ain't going to worry about it I don't well, worry I don't, about the uh, devil's plots <clears throat> I don't think that uh Biden's going to make it the whole 4 years and and um I think that uh Boy, he'd surprise you if he did, huh? It would. I would really be surprised. And I... Um, and you're not the only one that thinks that either. Yeah, I know. And I um, hope for a change because in two years they're going to be voting again. And, of course, Nancy Pelosi will be voted out. So that would be a good change if the um, GOP, even though I think most of them are worthless, or, you know, a lot of them are worthless... It would be good if they got control of the House and the Senate in a couple years. If the country lasts that long. I don't know. I wonder sometimes because things are snowballing down fast. Well, it'll last that long. But the thing of it is, is that when judgment comes, it comes in what I call the old tried and true fear pit and the snare. And uh, when true judgment comes, you won't have to worry about it or wonder. That'll be it. It'll be too late. Now, another thing, March of uh, last year, we were talking about the CV, coronavirus. And that's when it started getting real big was in March. We first heard of it. Trump began to do some stuff in uh, January (coughs) and uh, then February. It got a little more 
pertinent on the radar. And then, of course, by the time we hit April, uh, a lot of the stuff that we were covering uh, as in April 1st, uh, you know, this is funny, this is April 1st, April Fool's Day, we had a, one. I didn't even think about this when I put it up here. It was on <laughs> April Fool's Day. <laughs> and the reason that's a joke, you know, is because I, I have felt, and, and I've talked about this, you know, Tower, this is where we talk about the fact that isn't it just perfectly convenient that COVID hit at the same time the election year was coming up. And it was this election year when we had the lockdown. It was because of all of the liberal. And where they had trouble with the ballots was in the really liberal areas. And where they had the riots and the burning was in really liberal areas. Where they saturated their <laughs> their cities and everything with ballots in really liberal areas, these are the ones where where it looked like the Dominion machines. I mean, uh, the post office came out and said that they had sent so many ballots to, you know, that were filled out to uh, Philadelphia, and and. and uh, the report said that Philadelphia uh, counted three million more uh, mail mail-in ballots than what they s- were sent. So you know, I mean, that is insane. So so there was corruption, but at any rate, it's a perfect storm. And then the perfect storm leads <coughs> to Biden getting in, and the most leftist, anti-America, anti-God, pro-abortion. Uh, Pro, you know, changing everything around, pro destroying everything in America, tearing down the wall, yeah, the, sucking up to China again. Uh, yeah, this is this is who's in there now, just and totally. Iran as well. So it's a perfect storm, and so I'm telling you that COVID, this from COVID to where we're at now, this has been planned. I remember a long time ago there was this uh, um, politician, and this goes back into the 90s. And he said, anytime you think, I think this is uh, the time his era, but he said, anytime you think that it's a coincidence, he says, in politics, there is no coincidences. He says, because we know ahead of time what we're doing. That's right. We plan it and plot it. Well, at any rate, it's a perfect storm. So when we get in March to April, it really picks up. So on April 1st, April Fool's Day, it begins, the reports are coming out now that uh, it was hitting worldwide. And then uh, we did uh, the 15th, um, we did a report on New York City COVID and how bad that did. And he wanted a hospital ship, he wanted everything you know, and and it was a mess over there. And by 422, we had even more the pandemics. Uh, by this time, uh, this pandemic was taking a toll. And by the time you get to the 29th, the COVID worldwide, along with the persecution, made matters worse. Because what happened is the Muslims were saying that this is the judgment from Allah on the Christians. And so they were out doing jihad during all this time and most of these christians had no job because everything was closed down india was closed down pakistan was closed down and a lot of the areas where the aid needs to get to from some of these countries 
um, Barnabas Aid, Mideast Bible, many, a lot of others work all in these areas, very, very important areas, very, very hard areas. And so the Christians had no food. They had no way to get food because they didn't have money. They couldn't take care of nothing. So money started flowing in from U.S. Uh, uh, places to take care of all of this stuff and to help them. And then when they did get food in there, they gave priority to the Muslims and refused the Christians' help. That's what uh, the Muslims, you know, they took control of distribution and they refused to help the Christians. Well, that was when that was uh, um, regular government aid coming in from yeah, various places. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. But what I'm talking about is the aid that comes from uh, a lot of the a lot of the companies, the uh, nonprofits, the nonprofits that we deal with, they deliver their own, which is really hard because first of all, most of the countries when you send it in there, uh, you got to pay the bribe tax, and it, it's an outrageous amount in order to get your stuff in there, and then it sits in the port. And you got to have people that are willing to protect it, and then you got to have people that'll go with you uh, to deliver it. In in a lot of cases, um, in other cases, I've seen just a few guys in the back, you know, in in a good four wheel drive that had it packed full of stuff where they could deliver stuff. But uh, you know, the, the pandemic never stopped the persecution. Matter of fact, it it got to the point. So by the time we reach into May we're pretty well inclined in the pandemic by now. And then you get into June and July and August, the pandemic just flowed through. Um, and uh, it, it almost became like a, a kind of a ritual. In a lot of the areas, people hadn't gone to work for a long time. They continued to be closed down. There was lots of jobs lost. A lot of people have lost money. They'll never have businesses. And of course, all of this, too, you may say is tragic, and it is. But when you're talking about bringing in Marxist ideals, one of the first things they do is destroy your economy, create absolute chaos, because when people get down to this point and there's nowhere to turn to, they will let go of what they're used to and grab anything to save their lives. And this is where Marxism comes in every time. This is, us, uh, this is the modus operandi of, of Marxism. And uh, we're still in that. We're still in that, by, by the way, because they're talking about COVID, too, which is another setup. And all of these things come through. But also remember this, that, that the Lord God does send judgments. And he sends judgments to a nation because the nation, when he called, they did not answer. And uh, he did that with Israel. He'll do it with the Gentile nations, and he does do it. That's right. So, you know, we were also talking uh, about the Fulani, Nigeria, um, Pakistan. These were all in the news a lot. Remember, Greece had the refugee camps that were so bad over there. Yeah. And they were flooding into um, uh, trying to get into uh, Europe. And so uh, the persecution doesn't let off by here. And... Uh, and so when you get down to uh, a little further into 5.11, um, we were talking about 
COVID is still going on. It doesn't subside. Iran was in the news. And uh, we talked about Arabia, uh, the cost of discipleship and Pakistan persecution. And a lot of these things, um, you really find out when you cover this, you know, Tara, the cost of being a Christian overseas. Oh, I know. We don't even understand that here. It's just... It's amazing to me. I think that they are amazing people to hang on to the Lord. They know. They really know the Lord. And they they don't even have the Word of God like we do. They have very little. But they know that it's true. And He is the living God. Well, you know, the thing of it is, is that if whether you're in America, Europe, or Australia... Most of the Western nations, as I call them, always do better. And then, of course, there's the third world, which we classify as actually India, Pakistan, uh, a lot of Africa. And you get a lot of these places uh, we classify. But see, you have the persecution. You have all that. And then you have people searching for truth. So along this line, not only do we find out about the cost of persecution, we find out about the miracles that happen overseas. And this last year, we've reported some uh, fabulous miracles that were going on. And uh, deliverance miracles, Old Testament type, uh, of apostolic, you know, very, very in your face, very real. You know, dust storms, huge, huge dust storms with the Lord appearing in them talking to those Muslims who were trying to destroy the Christians who were baptizing, you know, in the river there. And uh, some of the, well, the leader of that group actually got saved. He went to the very pastor who he was trying to kill. And we've seen the enemies come to Christ time and time again. Now remember, I know, it's amazing. Thank God. Yeah, it is. And remember the Apostle Paul, he was an enemy of Christ. He was. I mean, think of that. Now, see, Peter and the boys, they were pretty much all for the Lord. They didn't understand everything all the time, but they were on his side. But Paul, he was well educated in the Word of God, a lot more educated than Peter and the others were. And and he was freeborn, and, and he had uh, the ability to study under Gamaliel. Um, and so there's a lot of difference there. So... All in all, you know, when we look at the persecution, we look at the COVID, there were still miracles. There were still people coming to the Lord, the enemies coming to the Lord. So you have the people who are persecuted and pressed down, and then they also find that there's an overcoming. There's a miraculous that's there. And so when you're walking through tough times like we did this year, all of us, you know, you begin to look around. You say, you know, God is moving. Yes, he is. And I'm, you know, he's the, um, he's a God of restoration. He is. And he is working overtime, I believe, to bring people to him. And well, you I, know. I, I just am thankful that he never gives up because... 
where would we be without him if he gave up on us? That's true. So he's going to make a way. He's going to give everybody a chance. There's going to be no excuse. And May also, uh, Space Force began. It hit the news. And so we covered that. It had been out, and uh, so we talked about uh, the Space Force. They're still talking about the Space Force today. And, uh, you know, it's kind of funny because uh, Star Wars was so big and all the rest of that stuff. Now we have a Space Force. Yeah, and President Trump started that. Yeah, he did. And so, you know, and as we we do all this, you know, we, we look at America and we were concerned with the way things were going. Uh, and, you know, when it was getting down, before the election, we saw... Uh, these liberal governors, you know, you take uh, New York, the governor and uh, de Blasio, you know, Cuomo and de Blasio. And then you get over in California and you get all of them. And you can also get up in Seattle and Portland and uh, you can get up in various other areas. Philadelphia is another one. And a lot of these liberal areas um, were sending out ballots by the thousands and uh, letting anybody whosoever, nobody checked them. And, of course, I remember one recount. They didn't check the signatures. They didn't make sure that it was someone that shouldn't have voted. They just counted the ballots again, and they came up with the same number. You know, you can't do that. You, But they never did do what was required of them. The Republicans never pushed it. The Republicans seemed uh, just like they were either stupid or blinded, I don't know what. And even in the state, the state legislatures at first didn't want to do it. And later on, through some of the lawyers that were out there talking to them, some of them began to get some idea how bad this thing was. And the Dominion Systems was one of them. And so... Uh, well, you know what I we heard the other day, I, and I didn't know this until probably last week sometime, that... California doesn't even require them to show their ID. They don't have to prove their address or even if they're a legal citizen of the United States of America. No, they don't. And And they can vote. Well, see, that's against the Constitution. Yeah. And, uh, you know, this is absolutely ludicrous. The Constitution specifies what you have to do. And there's been uh, people looking at this where they really um, we're going to do something about that because of the Constitution. But see, you can't get the Democrats. They believe they're fine even though, uh, you know, they think they can cross the Constitution. Well, they got away with it this time. But see, what goes around comes around. So, you know, the bottom line of it is is that this whole problem is not over and until someone deals with it. And uh, um of course, Joe on his agenda this year w- was going to take the guns first thing. Uh, the bottom line with trying to take the guns is there's 365 million people with guns here, and that's a good way to start a civil war. 
um, you're not going to take the guns like you take popsicles away from a kid. Yeah, that's right. Uh, you know, we, we are not like other nations. So the best thing to do is get your head out of the Marxist mindset and understand we're America. But see, you can't talk to them. And you can't talk to those that are in um, the Democratic uh, agendas there you know in in congress you you can't talk you can't talk to the republicans either and i'm not a republican i wasn't a republican uh you know uh and uh the first time i was told that trump was running i laughed and i said there's no way that they're going to elect a billionaire white guy and guess what they elected a billionaire white guy <laughs> you know I, I was stunned uh but uh you know trump went after it but he's pretty well reserved he's looking at 2024 but see if they're going to cheat again it doesn't matter yeah yeah that's right and see it doesn't matter that he's going to run in 2024 because they're just going to simply cheat again they're not going to check anything again california is going to do the same thing unless the democrats i mean the republicans wake up and there was a lot of democrats walking away too they didn't like what that was going on so so what you have is you have all this inertia of uh, trouble happening in America. And out of America goes some of, the bi- some of the biggest portions of aid around the world to persecuted peoples. The, the money that goes out goes to organizations, Barnabas Aid, um, and many, many others. Open Doors, you know, persecuted.com. And a lot of others, a lot of others. Uh, and uh, that's how a lot of these people, our brethren in Christ, are able to make it. And so, if you destroy America, guess what you do for helping others? Take that away as well. You do. You do. You absolutely do. I hope it doesn't happen. So um, that's right now, anyway. Some of the news stories. Now, uh, coming out in the first of this year, I wrote an article about living gospel directives in a lawless world, and uh, you know, you really find a lot of this stuff, these themes, when I begin writing. Um, Twelve key points to living in a lawless world. That was that was up front this year. And then I did Trusting God in Tribulation. Then I did America's Last Stand. Then I did Perilous Times. (laughs) Perilous Times, America Living in the Last Days. Now, see, if you look at those, you know, Gospel Directives for Living in Lawless World. Yeah. Trusting God in a Tribulation. America's Last Stand. America's living in the last days that are perilous. I mean, what was this world? This year, it was perilous. That's right. This year, it was like it was tribulation because you had the pandemic, you had lockdowns, you had to wear masks. I mean, if you went into a store, these women and these guys in there were just like rabid dogs, you know. And uh, I went in a couple stores and... uh, I I wasn't wearing a mask because I'm never near anybody. I'm shut up all the time. And she told me to put on a mask. I said, I ain't going to put on no mask. 
Well, you have to. I said, no, I don't. Remember, there is law. And, and the other thing that's funny that some people say, it's my body, my choice. That's what they, what the women use when they're talking about being able to abort a baby. <laughs> so, you know, if you got a mask, my body, my choice, you know. But they were like rabid dogs. They really were. and uh, Downright well, nasty. Yeah, and I just told Tower, I said, we'll leave. You know, it's no, no sweat off me. But uh, uh, I went into another one, into the dentist's office. And there, we were the only ones in there. She wanted me to put on a mask. I said, no, I ain't going to put on a mask. Yes, you have to. I said, no, I don't. Yes, you have to. It's the law. I, no, I don't. Because I have a higher law, woman. And that happens to be the Declaration of Independence and the Bill of Rights. And so uh, she finally quit after about six times. And then we told the people and they were horrified that she was pestering us like that because they don't like it either. I mean, they've got all the chairs spread apart. And the other thing that is so comical is that all the masks they have doesn't do a bit of good to stop COVID a virus. Absolutely nothing. It don't do anything. And if you get on now, I, you can look on some of those. Now I think they've since taken some of them off, but you can go to their uh, websites and find the manufacturers and look on there. And if you research, you'll find where it'll tell you that those masks are not meant to take care of COVID. You need the bigger ones. COVID. Yeah. And, and, and see, that's the, that's the thing. You've got all of America and the world wearing masks that don't do you a bit of good. Well, Be- I think it's just propaganda to try and isolate everybody because you look at people in the store and they don't want to, nobody wants to talk to anybody. You can't hear through them, you know, when they no. have their mouth covered, their voice is muffled, so you can't hear what they're saying. And you tell them to pull the mask down so you can hear them and they get offended they don't want to do that they might get in trouble by the employer well you know that is true and it's so when, to send division to divide us keep us isolated from one another it is and you know the thing of it is is when we look at all of this you know, especially the articles I'm writing at the time. Uh, and and I have a method for writing these things. Uh, and it comes purely out of prayer and seeking the Lord. And the message from the beginning was a very, very uh, hard year, a dark year, a troubled year, uh, a year of tribulation and troubles and, and every other thing. I knew that. I told Tower about how dark it, it was and bad. But see, we can we can live and overcome, see. But uh, the fact of the matter is is that this is one of those that um I mean, you could you could easily say that uh, this is probably I mean, in recent memory, this is probably one of the worst. Yeah. Wouldn't you say? Oh, yeah. Worst I've ever seen. Hey, I want to issue an apology. Because I, when we were talking about the people overseas and their faith in Christ, I do not mean to demean anybody in their relationship with Christ or even, you know, myself. No. So I'm, I'm sorry. I don't 
if I offended anybody, I do apologize because I'm not trying to make you look or feel lesser of a child of God than them. Well, you know, and the thing of it is, that really doesn't enter in here because, uh, you know, the bottom line of it is, that's true. You in America do not go through what they go through. That's right. And the reason we don't, folks, is because we have uh, a heritage of freedom based upon the Declaration of Independence, the Bill of Rights, and you have people now in our government that hates that. Now, they come from Obama. Make no mistake. Obama, when he was in for two year, uh, two stints, one of the things he hated was, well, there was two things. One of them was the Bible, and he, and he talked about it. He said it was outdated, and he also called the Declaration of Independence outdated. Something that's got to change. Yeah. So this is what you have in there now, and if they succeed, you're going to be as as persecuted as the ones we're reporting and probably worse. Make no mistake. If you look the way they, they're framing Trump over this thing that happened in the Capitol, and, and I'm going to tell you quite openly, that Capitol building is nothing. It's nothing. It has a lot of history to it, but the building is not more important than the truth, which is written on the pages of the Declaration of Independence. And that is for freedom and and it's putting God first. This is this is a document that brings the Lord in it, God in it, righteousness, and and giving people equal rights and the ability to live in a nation without fear of persecution, and and have their faith or whatever they're doing. But see, th- this is this is the thing. When you hold up the power of the office and you don't give the equity and the equality and the justice. Just the way they're doing now, because they didn't investigate this uh, this election. They chose not to. All of them did. And the bottom line of it is, there was a few that stood out. But I got news for you. You're, anytime you do that, you're in trouble. Because That's the thing right. that made the Capitol what it is today is good men and good women standing on principles and morals before God and honoring the Declaration of Independence and what we stand for. But you have a group in there that openly allows BLM and Antifa to go around. You have stubborn black legislators who want to have a black, you know, national anthem well that's about as ludicrous as you can see that's another step in trying to change the history of america you know it wasn't about white or black in the constitution that is you know in the beginning that is so stupid but see this is their message totally screwing it up and the project 1619 is another lie that came out of this year and so you had the techies, and you had the COVID, and you had the pandemic, you had the 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 fake news, you had everybody gathered against Trump and against what he believed. And they call them all patriots. Well, I got news for you. There's people of all kinds, of all races, all creeds, all colors. You know, I mean, there are there. Are, sexual preferences i mean it's not like only those that do this apply here everybody was welcome 
And, that's right. And that's the difference. And that's why Democrats joined them. Blacks, Latinos, every every race, creed, color, sexual preference, whatever. You know, I mean, they were all following Trump because he spoke what they liked. Because he believed in that document. Well, see, the whole point of this is, is that you have the persecution overseas. We help them when we can, as much as we can. And then you have a, a nation that's trying to slide off the abyss and take us with it and destroy everything so they can remake the nation and it, it's, it's going to get worse. But see, we have had sins before God that are an abomination. We are a nation laden with sins, and one of the biggest one is pride. Yes, sir. I remember one of my programs many, many years ago, a guy called in. He must have been gay, and he says, so you believe homosexuals, uh, that's the reason that, uh, that America's doing no ba- uh, so bad? And I said, no. I said, do you think that's the only sin we have in America? I said, there's lots of sins. And that's like, uh, <clears throat> you know, it can begin in the pulpit, and, it, and it's in the church and everywhere else and there's a lot of things lying cheating stealing i mean look at blm burning down burn and they even burned out uh the minorities <laughs> so what they stand for is a lie yeah there's no equal rights there no they don't care about black lives you buy their fruits you shall know them they're wicked and so are the politicians over there that support them and this, this agenda that's going on is an attempt to bring your nation down, and they could succeed. But see, the thing of it is, I don't worry about any of that because I'm looking to the Lord my, my God. I know, as a watchman, what this country is facing. I've known for a long time, very, very long time. I have seen it. And I don't have to prove nothing to nobody. But I can tell you, you better wake up. And you better understand and also stand with the persecuted. Because if you don't think America and its filth is bad, you don't even know what you're talking about. But see, when some of this stuff begins hitting the American and you begin to be destroyed like we were this year, are you going to wake up? I mean, I don't see how those citizens put up with these liberal governors when they won't do nothing. They won't let the Christians in their churches, but they allow uh, Antifa and BLM to be out in the streets to destroy stuff. Yeah. I mean, give me a break. How does that work? Or you can go to your ball games, but you can't go to church. Yeah, yeah, and you can go to a bar, but don't go to church. I mean, yeah, that sounds like some ding-dong. But I got news for you. There is a law higher than man's. And that's God's law. That's right. Amen. And they can make all the laws they want to, but we have a law written in our hearts, and those who are true believers are not going to violate that. And and it it doesn't doesn't make any any difference what you say. I could care less. Um, Over over in Pakistan, the Christians, uh, and even in uh, uh, India, they were. getting in trouble for praying quietly or if they had too many people in their house well there's not a man on earth and there certainly ain't a devil anywhere that's going to keep me from praying when i want to and if i want to say the name of the lord and speak about it i'm going to do it you don't like it that's tough manure pile i don't care 
you see, the thing of it is, is that when they tried to silence uh, Peter and the boys, and including Paul, you know, Peter told him, he says, we've got to speak up. And that's what they did. Whether you like it or not, the church needs to rise up. That's right. Amen. And we need to stop putting up with this baloney that we see. And the other thing of it is, where are the churches in America with all the mega pastors and millionaires in it? You'd think they would have said something during all this, but I didn't hear anything coming out of anybody. I didn't hear anybody just getting really upset and, and buying a page in the Wall Street Journal just to tell everybody how they shouldn't do it. And if you were a mega pastor that was making millions, yeah, you should have done that. But they were silent. And you're going to be silent to your grave because you give these people a chance. They're going to take away your church. They're going to take away your money. They're going to throw your ass on a dump heap. And if you speak about anything, they'll shoot you or kill you. That's right. You know, the only major ministry that ever has that has stood right. up is Franklin Graham. Yep. The whole time President Trump has been in there, he stood up. Yes, and we've been watching. And... Uh, so the, there's a few things. So when we're looking at this, this is part two of the advocacy looking at last year and this year. And the things, what, what we want to point out, and that this year is no different. This day is no different than yesterday. You pick up the cross, pick up your Bible, you know, brush yourself off, and look up and go forward. As Paul says, having done all to stand, stand. Christ has not called us to be fence sitters or wimps for Christ. We are to go forward. This gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for a witness, and then the end shall come. And in order for it to be preached, there's got to be preachers, there's got to be evangelists, there's got to be Christians who are willing to tell the truth. So that is a prophecy that will be fulfilled, and there will be Christians, no matter how hard the devil tries to kill them, the gospel will goes forth, no, no matter how many of these liberal dipwits want to close down churches. And no matter how hard Antifa or BLM or Nancy Pelosi and, and these nutcase Democrats want to go sideways and kiss the devil's butt, we're not going to be one of them. That's right. The bottom line is we must go forward not only for us or not only for our families and friends, but for the persecuted church around the world because we need to stay free in America. We need to stay firm in America for Christ. And we need to be able to do that to stay free in this country so we can help the brethren overseas. Yes, amen. And there's coming a time when we're not going to be able to. And I said that many, many years ago, back in 2005, so I don't know, somewhere around Well, I around hope there. the time isn't now. Yeah, me too. But I've said that a long time ago, that there would be a time in this nation when there's not going to be any money flowing out. And there's some people that love to see that. Well, they would. But, it, you know, it would affect them as well, and they don't realize that. 
It's like uh, Iran and China. They want us to go down, and it would affect them, too. They wouldn't be getting any more money. Well, you know, there's no doubt about it. Even in this uh, package they sent out, they they want to include a bunch of, bunch of money for uh, transgender research or, I don't know, something. Yeah. I don't know what it was, but it made the news. In To Pakistan, $10 yeah. million dollars for gender research. We shouldn't be doing that. No. If you want to give money to them, give it to them, but don't include it in an aid package meant for Americans. That's deceit. It is. And with that, we're going to have to uh, sum it up and go. Okay. Well, thank you very much, everybody, for joining us whenever you do. We love you, and we truly appreciate all you do for the Lord. And may God richly bless you as you walk forward with him. Good night, everybody. Don't forget to go by the websites, warn-usa.com, danaglinsmith.com. Be sure to tell your friends about this and about our programs, the websites. Remember, you can check us out on all of the social sites. And if you don't know where they are, go by our websites. At the bottom of the page, on the front page, I've got links to these things. And we have a lot of great studies, a lot of series on our website. You can find them in the link bar. We're doing the new classic worn radio series, which are polished up. We go through posts. We put things together, and they're all they're really looking good, and they they really work well for for listening and and studying. So at any rate, until next time, we've got one more in this series to do, and. Uh, We'll see where we go from there. So good night, everybody. God bless. Be safe. And look to the Lord. Good night, everybody. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Warren Radio.